welcome to the Simone Intuitive Podcast, where we dive deep into spiritual wellness and intuitive development. I am your host, Simone, and I have worked as a professional psychic medium, Reiki master, and spiritual life coach for over 13 years. You can find me at www.simoneintuitive.com, on my Etsy store, Simone Intuitive, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the name Simone Intuitive. Hello and welcome everyone. I hope you all are having a fantastic week. The snow that we had in Seattle has thankfully melted, but we've been having some strange weather patterns. We've been having lots of rain, um, which it rains a lot in Seattle anyway, but it's been a lot more than usual. We've had a lot of flooding and active tsunami warnings. So the energy has been all over the place. Um, we're hearing reports of more snow and just, it's, it's just been all over the place. And with COVID going on still, we are living in very uncertain times. And this has all made me reflect on living in uncertainty and anxiety and our intuition. Anxiety and intuition seem to intersect a lot. And I think the anxiety that people may experience and the experience of living in uncertainty can be dismissed in the spiritual communities. Frequently, we see messages such as positive vibes only or always be in a grateful mode or the universe is always there, things will turn out okay. And those are being shared as a bit of a band-aid over these very real experiences that we have. And there is nothing wrong with uplifting messages. There's nothing wrong with those band-aids, but I think we also need to honor all aspects of our experience and learn to be a little more comfortable with uncertainty and learn how to manage anxiety and allow ourselves to be in that space to feel the full spectrum of emotions that we have. Intuitive beings, and by intuitive beings, I mean everyone on this planet has moments of intuition. They have empathic abilities. Everyone at some point in their life has an intuitive moment. People who are intuitive are like sponges. We soak everything up. And let's just call it out. The last two years, We've been soaking a lot up and a lot of it has not been great energy. And so that can lead us to feeling down, anxious, and fear for the future. I know all my wonderful clients get readings because they are in a place of uncertainty. We all want clarity on the future. I think this comes from a place of seeking safety. We want physical safety, we want emotional safety, we want mental safety. And living in the uncertain place does not offer that safety. And in the last two years, we have not been in a safe position. There, I think, is a distinction between intuition and anxiety. Intuition comes from a calm, detached 
mindfulness type of place we all have had those moments for our intuition strikes at the most curious and sometimes mundane times so for example your phone rings and you don't look at it but you know it's your sister or you know it's your neighbor how does that happen it's because of that detachment it's because of that calm it's because of that mindfulness that that intuition comes in whereas anxiety comes from fear-based emotions and is thinking more about the future and living with that discomfort in uncertain times so they do intersect and i know in myself i've had confusion over is this my anxiety or is this my intuition while i think that intuitive readings and support systems like that are great and hopefully offer some clarity and safety i also think uncertainty is part of our experience as humans and we do need to honor that experience but it can be difficult to live in that space of uncertainty i know we've been feeling it i know i <laughs> i've been feeling it i am so ready for this pandemic to be over y'all it's it's yeah it's been very uncertain times i've been a high risk person in a pandemic and that uncertainty caused a lot of anxiety and it's it's hard to live in that place but there are some tools that i think can help with living in uncertainty and discomfort and living with anxiety and these are all things that i think are not related to um psychic tarot astrology readings and things like that though i think those things can help absolutely but I also want to caution against relying on them too much because free will exists and nothing is ever set in stone. And I don't want anyone to be led to believe that something is set in stone and then it isn't. And then it causes more anxiety and more discomfort. We are trying to avoid that. So I think we need to start conversations in the spiritual communities about it's great to have positive vibes only. It's great to know that the universe will always provide, but it's also great to live in uncertainty and explore that anxiety and why we're experiencing it. So just to honor all the broad spectrum of our experiences as a human being, I think it's helpful to live in all spaces of what you're experiencing emotionally. So I wanted to share some things that can help you as you live in uncertain times and with anxiety. So one thing, uh, therapy, specifically CBT therapy. What I appreciate about CBT therapy is that for me, it's a little bit more concrete and sequential. It's a lot of self-reflection work and it helps me realize that more things are in my control as opposed to out of my control and there's something very powerful about writing down or thinking about why does this situation trigger this anxiety and then it allows you to dive deep into yourself and kind of face the fear what is the core fear here and why is it a fear? Should it be a fear? Maybe it doesn't need to be a fear. Maybe it's not as big as we think it is in our heads. So that has been very valuable for me. And as I've shared in my previous podcast, my father passed away in October. And 
I've, I've experienced therapy kind of off and on in my life. I think therapy, everyone should go to therapy. I think we all have trauma we need to unpack. I think we all just have stuff we need to unpack. And I think it's so helpful to have a third-party neutral person there to kind of help you make sense of all those puzzle pieces and help you dive deep into yourself and kind of realize what are your patterns, what are your fears, and why are those fears there. So I highly recommend engaging in therapy. I found since my father's passing, CBT therapy has made the most sense for me because I tend to be um, a list maker. I like to write things down. I like I like visuals. <laughs> so that has been helpful for me to put all those puzzle pieces together and make sense of the grief that I've experienced, the loss that I've experienced, and the anxiety I've experienced since um, that event. Another thing I would recommend is working on breath work. And we all know the value of this. And I, I don't think I need to explain why breath work is so good when you are an anxious person living in discomfort. Um, but at the same time, I know when you're in a state of anxiety, focusing on your breath work is usually your last thought. Um, but I want to offer one of my techniques that I use all the time, and I share it a lot with clients, is to just picture yourself breathing white light. I say, you know what? Have your panic attack, baby girl. Breathe. Try to slow your breathing down. But I know when you're in the middle of that panic attack, you're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking rationally. And that's okay. That's okay. But picture yourself breathing white light in and exhaling it. So there's a lot of work around breath work, you know, breathing in for three seconds, breathing out. And I know if I'm in the middle of a panic attack, there's no way I could even count. I, I can't focus on anything. So that just picturing myself breathing in and exhaling white light helps me ground myself. It helps clear out my energy. It helps me center myself. And it really helps me kind of focus, focus more that, some, you know, Simone, you're, you're experiencing a panic attack. You know, it's okay. Just live with it. Let it go. Just know it's nothing serious. And then afterwards we can visit why that happened, which leads me to my next thing I would like to offer journaling I'm not great at journaling I'm trying to be better but I am great at brain dumping so brain dumping is where you just write whatever comes to mind down it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to make sense to anybody because you're going to be the only one who reviews it and engages with it but brain dumping I like to brain dump my fears. I like to brain dump what is the worst case scenario with this situation. I love brain dumping those things. I even brain dump things I need to do during the day. And then from there, you can organize it in a way that makes sense to you. Another thing I would like to offer is reflection. This kind of dovetails into that journaling part, but also reflecting on your why why does this situation cause you to feel this fear does that circle back to something a pattern something else just kind of circling around to what's your why why does this discomfort and living uncertainty cause you this anxiety where does this anxiety come from so it's like that period of reflection but of course doing that reflection when you're in a good space to do it when you're in a braver space 
to kind of take that look at yourself, that's the best time to do it. I know after having a panic attack, the last thing we want to do is reflect on the whys. We usually need some space and grace between having a panic attack and giving ourselves some space before we get into that reflection mode. Another thing is to focus on self-care. We all know self-care is key and it helps decrease stress. It helps decrease anxiety and it's just, it's simply good for you. But it's really hard, I think, to let ourselves go and truly enjoy the act of self-care because there is so much going on and there's so much uncertainty. So I would encourage you, what I've, what I've done is I start to block time in my schedule that's specifically devoted to self-care and I'm increasing the self-care I used to do it I would say you know when I was in college I would try to get all my homework and everything done and so Sunday evenings were always my like self-care prepare for the work evenings and that worked out great for me in that time of space now it's a little different and things are shifting around where I think we all need more self-care. So now it's more of a daily practice for me that I schedule time for and I recognize that that's not, everyone does not have that luxury, but I do recommend scheduling that time for self-care and being very dedicated to that time. Putting your phone on silent, airplane mode, whatever you have to, to have that time with yourself. And I find sometimes that self-care and the reflection part intersect with each other when I'm doing that self-care. So that relaxes you and puts you a little bit more at ease. And yes, I do that breath work of breathing in that white light that is helping to clear out my energy while I'm doing the self-care rituals. And I find I have my best, I call them thinking moments, the best thinking moments as to reflections about myself sometimes I write them down sometimes I I just let that thought go and just think wow that was that was meaningful and that was powerful and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let that go into the universe (laughs) so they do intersect and I think all these things intersect and create what I would say is a holistic way to care for yourself um but these have been so helpful for me kind of navigating and being an intuitive person and living in uncertainty and discomfort and anxiety. And I love those positive messages about, you know, good vibes only. I love them, but sometimes they're just not the fit. Sometimes we need to explore that other side and we need to learn how to be comfortable in those uncomfortable moments and situations and whatnot. So ultimately, I don't think there's an end-all, be-all cure for anxiety or living in uncertainty, but I think it's worth it to live in those feelings instead of forcing ourselves to only allow positive or good vibes or anything. And just remember with yourself that all vibes are welcome because they're part of our growth process and they help us level up to the next place. They help us have these realizations. They help us navigate our fears. And once you know what your fears are, you can turn around from that. You can say, okay, acknowledge that's a fear I have. This is how I can grow from knowing that. So I always think knowledge is one of the most powerful tools we'll ever have as human beings. And knowing your fears is equally powerful. But it it is a scary, scary adventure diving into your fears and your anxiety and living with discomfort. 
but I wanted to share, I, I'm not a licensed mental health anything, <laughs> but these are tools that I highly, highly recommend for anyone. And I think we're all kind of up against it in the way that we're feeling anxiety about these uncertain times. And a lot of people right now have experienced so much tragedy and loss and just shifting with their lives and things like that. So that's what I have. This was a really interesting podcast for me actually because so much of my work is in being a psychic and you know empath and reiki healer and things like that and like I shared I love those positive messages but I've just had a lot of reflection lately about how we need to confront you know this anxiety and discomfort and we have to embrace that more and of course like I said psychic readings are great you know there it's great to have what hopefully leads to clarity and help and guidance and support on your life path but there's things that we can all do on our own to also add to that growth so with that I'm going to close but this has been a really really interesting podcast and I think I want to build on it a little deeper the more I read about this and kind of explore it, I think there's a lot more here to say and I'm excited to engage in these conversations with you and just working towards better health and wellness and well-being for all of us. So with that, I will close, but I hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend a couple minutes with me. I really appreciate it and I wish you the best. Take care.